On my tunes this week, I'm joined by two accomplished singers, songwriters and composers who've been in the music business for decades. One a member of the Straubs for a number of years, the other with his band as a solo artist and a television star. More on that maybe later. Uh, these two came together to form Crider Moore in the mid-80s. They're styles of a cult British horror film. They have the dubious honour of having a track covered by none other than Bucks Fizz. Welcome to my tunes, Chas Cronk and Roy Hill. Hey, good morning. Hi. How are we doing, people? Very well. Good. Very well indeed. Yeah, good. Good. You uh, all right, Chas? I'm very well, thanks. <laughs> I'll ask you both, really. I mean, where did, uh, where did it all start for you? How did you get into the crazy world of the music industry? Well, I, I was... Um... I was a sort of kid that on every school report said uh, he'll never get anywhere because all he's interested in is pop music, which was which was absolutely true. It's all I was interested in. Uh, mine was the classic route, really. Uh, yeah. Started writing some song, songs, um, started recording them, started going out to London with them, knocking on doors, getting turned away, um, <laughs> trying to persuade someone to listen to them. I was lucky enough to bump into Freddie Mercury in a news agency in Soho, persuaded him, <laughs> as you do. Well, I said to Freddie, look, I can't get anyone to listen to my tape. And um, he was brilliantly grand. He said, oh, don't worry, dear, talent will out. And I said, yeah, but I can't get talent to out because I can't get anyone to listen to the tape. And, um, and he said, oh, he, he said something like, you're going to be a real nuisance, aren't you? I said, yeah. Uh, so he gave me um, he gave me a number of someone in a record company. I went off with my tape. I didn't get signed to that label, but um, that started it all going. And um, yeah, thank you, Freddie, uh, because it just proved it was a bit who you know rather than. I think yeah. it is in the industry, though, isn't it? It's the same with yeah. radio presentation. You know, I spent years and years and years sending cassette tapes to people, and not and most of them didn't reply at all. Uh, and then you end up doing uh, the tea and coffees and the biscuits for the for the station, and then you know, one way or another, you work your way in. Well, I did. I mean, I remember when uh, a couple of the record companies that I went to, I saw the boxes of cassettes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, they they were just being thrown into those boxes. You yeah. Know? So it was pretty painful because I was living in. I was living in Cheltenham at the time, so I'd go down to London, I'd, I'd walk, and I would literally knock on doors because yeah. I knew I, I, if you phoned them up, they'd say, "Oh, we're not seeing people at the moment." Mm, mm. And I thought, "Well, how long is that going to be? That could be ten years." Yeah. So I just, I just kept knocking and knocking, you know, and eventually, um, I think I would. I, you just, you just wear them down, maybe. Um, <laughs> so they get fed up with I, you and just give you the gig. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> For God's sake, somebody sign him. <laughs> what about you, Chaz? Where was it for you, man? Oh, uh, well, I guess it's a similar route. I mean, school bands, college bands. And, you know, I started writing songs with uh, old schoolmates, you know, right back in, in the day when we were starting up, really. And uh, we we sent a bunch of songs up to um, a producer in London hmm. who liked them and uh, invited us up and, and signed me up when I was about 16, 17 to... Uh, to a writer's what was called writer's workshop. It was part of the old EMI Regal Zonophone label, yeah. and they had, they had acts like uh, uh, all, all sorts: T Rex, The Move, Proclaharum, um, Joe Cocker had just signed there, and everything. So it was a real melting pot. And even though I was kind of the junior, he he, he said, "I will, I'll give you studio time," which he did mm. in nice studios, mm. Olympic studios and barns, and. And it kind of went on from there. It's the people I met through through that, really. Um, first single I ever did was 
with a guy who had been with the Ike and Tina Turner show, a guy called Jimmy Thomas. Mm. He's a bit of a Northern Soul legend, but mm. he'd come over to England. Tony Visconti produced that first single, and kind of one thing led to another, really. Um, next minute, I was doing more sessions and, 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 and being asked to play with people, you know, so... And the so rest all, is history. Well, yeah, once I started doing sessions, I got Rick Wakeman in that very first session, and that kind of uh, did him. He got him up straight off the ground, and uh, he towed me a little bit along the way, you know. Yeah, well, we, uh, we're well used to Rick Wakeman because he used to live here for years. Okay, well, look, um, we'll, we'll talk. We've got loads and loads to get through, but I want one of you to choose one of your favourite songs or one of the tracks that, that, that means something to you. Uh, Roy, you go first today. What, what would you want to go for? I'm going to go for... Uh, a Beatles song. All right. But it's a Beatles and Bob Dylan and David Bowie are probably the three acts that I listen to most. Yeah. This one because I remember going to Hereford Odeon with my dad to see help. And it's a song called You're Gonna Lose That Girl. I think it's a song that only the Beatles could have written. Yeah. Um, I just think it's it's a great song. To be honest, Chris, I could have chosen any one of Dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of Beatles songs. It's tricky, isn't songs. it? <laughs> that, one, that one comes to mind, um, and that would do for me. A, a, a great Beatles song. Okay, let's hear it now. You're gonna lose that yes, girl. Yes, yes, you're gonna lose that girl. You're gonna lose, yes, yes, you're gonna that, girl. lose that girl. If you don't take her out tonight, she's gonna change her she's mind. Take 